It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. It is late night Locked On Thunder, and by the time you're listening to this, you could just be hours away from the Thunder taking on the New York Knicks, or... You could be midnight and just about getting ready to party. Um, You could be going to work. Whenever you're listening to us, we're very thankful because uh, we like your support here at Locked on Thunder. In fact, we cherish your support here at Locked on Thunder. So much so that we are going to do a darn good podcast today, or at least we're going to attempt to do a darn good podcast today. Um, And in talking to one of the the, uh, Thunder spokesperson uh, last night, I, there, there's kind of this sense that last night was that game. Like if, if you were looking for a game that could tell you everything the Oklahoma City Thunder could be this year, that game against Phoenix was that game. We'll tell you why it was that game. We'll talk about some of the other things that uh, reared their ugly head. Again, uh, Paul George was an absolute monster. Dennis Schroeder played. In segment number two, we've got a very exciting night coming up tomorrow as the New York Knicks come into town. That always gets me going. I love it when the Knicks come to town because that's my... As far as NBA goes, they're kind of my first schoolgirl crush kind of team. I mean, they, they were my team before the Thunder, so I still get excited about it. Um, but also it brings in Ennis Canner, one of my all-time favorite Thunder players, and you get an opportunity to talk to him. That's never bad, and the Thunder are debuting their brand-new jerseys or their u- new uniforms tomorrow night, the new City Editions. So we'll talk about some of the Thunder uniforms, and um, I will tell you unequivocally, and if, I haven't done, if I've done this before, I apologize, but I will tell you unequivocally what the worst Thunder uniforms were and I'll tell you unequivocally what the best two Thunder uniforms were, in my opinion. Or best three. There are three or four that I really, really like. Um, and there haven't been much that I haven't liked. There's been one I just absolutely detested. And I will tell you what that is coming up in segment number two. Um, I, and, and when I say that, man, I hope you don't own that jersey because it makes me feel bad when I say stuff like that. Um, and then finally, we uh, finish up today with some Paul George audio from last night and the win over the Phoenix Suns. So that's what's going on today with Locked on Thunders. We get ready to welcome in Ennis Canner and the New York Knicks to town. I am Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000, proud members of the iHeartMedia family, and I have been very privileged to cover the Thunder now, working on year number six. 
I post audio and video from players and coaches at LockedOnThunder.com. And if you like this podcast so much, you can always catch up on Locked On Thunder at LockedOnThunder.com and at LockedOnPodcast.com. Thunder win last night against the Phoenix Suns. Not a huge surprise there. 118-101, your final score. Um, Paul George is an absolute beast last night. And you just look at his shooting percentage. You know, 11 of 19 from the floor. Um, plays 35 minutes, scores 32 points. Not only was he good, but Dennis Schroeder struggled last night and was really good at the end when he needed to. You had another good game out of Steven Adams. Hamadou Diallo was very good. And I thought last night was that game that if, if you wanted to just get a glimpse of the future and how good the Oklahoma City Thunder can be if they play up their, to their potential... Last night was that night, and in talking to one of the Thunder spokespeople after the game, the thing that really excites people inside the organization is just the versatility that you have with a lot of these players. And the belief is still there that Billy Donovan is going to get very creative with the lineups as the year goes along. And there may be some lineups that you only see maybe a couple of times a year based on matchups, and Billy's very good at that, um, which is something that... Thunder fans had really, I think it's, it's, it's funny to me when Thunder fans criticize Billy Donovan for his rotations, because prior to Billy Donovan, their big bitch with Scott Brooks was the fact that Scott Brooks had set rotations. Guys knew exactly when they were going in. It didn't matter what the matchups were. Billy Donovan will coach on feel a lot more. And last night you saw with Diallo, with Dennis Schroeder, uh, with Jeremy Grant, who I thought had an excellent game. Terrence Ferguson, maybe the shot wasn't there last night as much as it it could have been, but the defense definitely was there last night, especially on Booker towards the end. It was just, it's a matter of really putting it all together. And at 0-4, we were all panicking, myself included, about, oh my gosh, yes, we know it's a long season, but at what point do you have to turn things around before the season gets lost and the Thunder have now won 8-9? And with that eight of nine is bringing a lot of confidence, even if it isn't bringing in butts to the arena. And I was very disappointed in last night's attendance. And I get it. It's the Phoenix Suns and there's no Russell Westbrook. Still a fun team to watch. And it turned out to be fun a game last night. The only negative that you draw from that game last night was the third quarter woes came back and Oklahoma City ended up getting outscored by Phoenix 35 to 22. It was a very sloppy Third quarter, Phoenix came out on fire. They were playing with a lot more energy. But the Thunder, in the first quarter at least, as I go back here, and and I know this is kind of um, you know, this is kind of discombobulated here. But the Thunder, I thought in the first quarter, played excellent. And they looked like they were ready to get that taste out of their mouth after getting beat by Dallas and maybe not showing the effort that they should have shown against the Mavericks on Saturday night. That sloughed off in the third quarter. Phoenix started matching, if not exceeding their effort. And then the Thunder got things back in the in the fourth quarter and ended up cruising to a win. And in the NBA, there, there are very rarely any games in the NBA where I think a team is completely out of it. And last night did not fall into that category. I did not think the Suns were completely out of it because once you get to 10 to 12, once you get a lead down to 12, you get a 20-point lead down to 12, which they were able to do. And it's, now, all of a sudden, that th- those leads, they evaporate so quick. 
So I think every team is in it until maybe about two or three minutes left in the game and you look up and there's a sizable enough difference that you know somebody's not coming back. Thunder having a day off today honestly helps. You played Saturday in Dallas, got Sunday off for a travel day. At least this did not come as a back-to-back, and you were able to take the day off, be in Oklahoma City, have an opportunity to go practice today, sort of get your legs back about you, and then that should help them tomorrow night as they take on uh, a Knicks team who is, well, playing like a typical Knicks team right now, 4-10 and this year. And the Thunder, at 8-5, and are still a long ways away from where they want to be but they're showing signs of just how far they can probably go when it all comes together. And I don't know about you, but I, unlike last year, when it just never, it never happened. We kept waiting for that long winning streak. The Thunder have already gone on a semi-long winning streak with seven games. So I can, I right now have confidence that, that way before February, way before even the All-Star break, before we get there, before maybe even the turn of the new year, we'll have a good idea of what the Oklahoma City Thunder is sans Andre Robertson. Now, when he comes back, that adds a whole new different dimension, but it's there. I mean, it's it's a lot closer than maybe what we thought after those first four games of the season, and one of those reasons is Dennis Schroeder, who last night started off slow, but ended up finishing with a really good game. And as of now, Carmelo Anthony is still a rocket, and we'd still say the Thunder got the better end of that deal. Of course, Atlanta was just looking to shed salary at that point, and it it happened to work out for him. But when the Thunder first got Dennis Schroeder, I was very skeptical about, one, how long he'd be around, two, what he'd exactly bring to the team, and... Just would he fit in? Would he want to be here? Would he be willing to play back up? Would he be willing to play too? But hey, he's doing everything that the that the Thunder are asking him to do. And by all accounts, when you listen to Billy Donovan's answer there, Dennis Schroeder sounds like your prototypical Thunder player, that guy that Sam Presti works for, which first and foremost is always an amazing work ethic. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, I'll tell you unequivocally what the worst Thunder jersey of all time is. We'll do it next on Locked on Thunder, your home for the Oklahoma City Thunder every single day. This is Jake from Locked on. Locked on has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Locked On Sooners is out now as well, doing both of them late at night because, hey, we can. And it's fun. Because I've always had that fantasy of being a late night talk show host. Not so much in the vein of like a David Letterman or a Colbert or uh, who's the guy I really like on CBS? James Corden, man. James Corden, phenomenally talented dude. Just phenomenally talented. But uh, just always like that late night talk show guy. Uh, Like George Norrie. If you don't know what that is, go find it. Go find Coast to Coast. Listen to that at least once in your life. If you haven't listened to Coast and Coast Coast, you are missing out. <laughs> you are definitely missing out on some killer radio. I don't mind promoting it because it just happens to be on News Radio 1000 KTOK, but it is uh, one of the most, it's a long running show, a long running uh, show, but that's besides the point. I'm just telling you, you want good radio, listen to that. Uh, if you want good podcasts, listen to us here at the Locked On Podcast Network at LockedOnPodcast.com. Art Bell was the guy that used to host Coast to Coast. I've just, guys always amaze me, but I am such a radio nerd. Okay, back to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Tomorrow they are debuting brand new uniforms. It's the new city edition that pays homage to the Native American heritage here in Oklahoma, which is very cool. And this is something that the Thunder are doing all month long as they are paying tribute to Native American heritage. So anytime you go to the Thunder game, there will be a tribute through the rest of this year and or at least through the rest of this month and, and tomorrow night you're, you're busting out the new city jerseys which are turquoise but still fall into that thunder color scheme it's got the orange it's got the really cool lettering on it and honestly it's going to be one of those uniforms that people are going to gobble up you will see a ton of these t-shirts a ton of these jerseys around town because they're just good looking they're neat it's very unique it's very oklahoma and with the thunder there is a lot of state pride i would say there's even more state pride with the thunder than maybe even ou and osu people love associating the thunder with oklahoma city so get ready to see those jerseys around town a lot if you haven't already seen them or the jerseys or whatever Ginny Carlson ranked the Thunder jerseys today, and I'm not going to go off on Ginny, and I'm not going to sit here and rank, oh, you know, one through 10 or whatever. I'm just going to tell you what the worst are, and then I'm going to tell you what I, I would think the my, my three favorite, four favorite Thunder jerseys of all time. My gosh, only four. I'm going to have to rethink this. But the worst jerseys, the worst uniforms the Thunder have ever had, and it's not even a question are the navy blue and white uniforms. They were just plain, dull, and drab. And for as ugly as people might have said that the Gray City jerseys were, they were at least lively. You had the yellow outline that was in the middle. You had the stripes. You had the big OKC. They sort of made a statement. I mean, they were out there. You knew exactly what they are. Those navy blue and white ones with just thunder going down the side, boring. Didn't tell you where they were from. Which that that's always a big deal for me with the Thunder. I I fall into that line. I I didn't. I don't even care if the word Thunder is on the uniforms as long as Oklahoma City and OKC are on the uniforms. But those navy blue ones were just boring and dull. And all the other ones with sleeves or whatever the pajama tops, whatever you want to call them, were all better, all way better than than that uniform. And I'm glad that the Thunder discontinued those and and are not wearing them anymore. Favorite uniforms. Just your typical what was at one point the road blue, but now that they wear the wear those at home a lot, it's the blue uniforms to say Oklahoma City. 
Um, I really liked the Christmas jerseys a few years back with the big uh, chrome shield on it. And uh, then there were the Christmas jerseys that were all blue and said Thunder. It's one of the few that I liked that said Thunder and, and didn't say Oklahoma City, but the Sunset jerseys, I just, I've liked all, I, I like the color scheme and I've liked pretty much every uniform because for the most part, most of them weren't over the top. There was a, there was a pretty good balance of wow plus being understated, which I, I always liked that, that mix um, because that's generally what the Celtics and the Lakers have been able to accomplish with their jerseys. And I could go on and on about uniforms, but I'm just, I'm not going to. Because then there's a point we get into this long discussion about whether Cleveland should ever wear blue and orange again, or should they always be wine and gold? And the answer to that is wine and gold because it's a better color scheme than orange and blue. Oh, wait, did I just say that? <laughs> I love wine. I love that wine and gold color. And I love the Milwaukee Bucks color. Um, yeah, orange and blue is not bad either. Eh, I forgot. It locked on Thunder Podcast. No, I like orange and blue. But yes, for Cleveland, stay wine and gold because the Thunder and the Knicks have got the orange and blue covered. This is the Locked on Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. We will close today's show out hearing from Paul George as he talks about his game last night. And ultimately, um, what's going on with the... Wait, we got to throw this in. What's going on? Are we starting to see some cracks in the armor that are the Phoenix Suns? Well, yeah, we'll tell you about that next on LOT. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. And it's usually what team to bet on this week, okay? And I don't like to give out that kind of advice because I don't want to tell you what to do with your money, but I will tell you. That if you are going to bet, there is only one place to go, and that is mybookie.com. That's right. That's mybookie.com. This is the only place I would ever tell you to bet because they actually pay out. That's why I'm urging you to go to mybookie.com when you want to lay down a little bit money. They've got the all they've got all sorts of things for you to bet on. I mean, it's they've got in-game live betting, they've got the most rewarding perks, they've got Stuff for fantasy guys out there that can help you with your lineup. They've got all sorts of really cool stuff. And now they will match your first deposit dollar for dollar if you enter the promo code locked on. That's right. Enter the promo code locked on. Just go to my bookie. That's M Y B O O K I E and enter that promo code locked on. And you will get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar by mybookie.com and it's the first deposit up it's the first deposit 100% up to $1000 it's 100% up to $1000 go bet go play go get paid because that's what it's about that's mybookie.com mybookie.com Wilson you sent the game winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. 
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. For all the Locked On Podcast in the Locked On Podcast Network, just go to LockedOnPodcast.com. And for more episodes of Locked On Thunder, you can go to LockedOnThunder.com. And please check out Locked On Sooners as well. It's Locked On Thunder and Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Some cracks finally starting to show with the Golden State Warriors and Draymond's green times coming to an end there. I mean, that dude is freaking done. Um, suspended for tonight's game in Oakland. And a reason that that happened is because there was an altercation between him and Kevin Durant on the sidelines that spilled over into the locker room. And apparently Draymond Green said something to Kevin Durant that was so darn offensive that it was beyond the limits of good taste. The Golden State Warriors could no longer take it. So Draymond Green had to sit out saying, quote, all right, here, here's the quote. Um, from upper management. We just felt like it rose to the level of acting the way that we did. This is according to Bob Myers, their GM. That's the decision that we have to make. I'm certainly involved in it. So is Steve Kerr. And this is something that required immediately immediate action. So Draymond Green's going to lose over $120,000. And I think it's got to the point where at one time, Draymond was the guy that they listened to. But look, Kevin has certainly come into his own. Steph, Clay, they don't need Draymond anymore. They need a guy to play really good defense, but they don't necessarily need that guy that's constantly going to be on them all the time. They don't need that guy that's going to be yelling in the locker room. And Draymond may have just pushed the ejection button by, by doing that. I'm sure he'll play out the rest of the year. And when the Warriors have to make that decision... I don't envy uh, Draymond Green right now. And and it's one of those things where he may be looking for a new team. I've always coveted him. I've always thought he'd look really good in a Thunder uniform. And he'd be one of those guys that would help put you over the top. But if he's that combustible, there's absolutely no doubt that he and and Russ and PG would just clash way too much in order for it to be successful. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to write that down. I'm going to pencil that in. Maybe if Draymond cools down a little bit, they could get along. But uh, right now, I'm just not seeing it. Okay, so with that, let's go to Paul George. Here is PG from last night talking about the Thunder's win over Phoenix. First, you know, little guy got a... Didn't even see him. It's a game tonight. You got so hot from the three-point line tonight, and the team really did too. What was the key to creating the looks you were getting and then them all dropping? Uh, just playing with... What we've been preaching all year is playing with a, with a different pace. Um, when we get out and go, uh, we're a really good team. When we get a little stagnant, obviously, it's where we struggle. Um, that's all it came down to. We were playing a little fast at, at you know, those points in the game where um, kind of was just going off whatever the defense was giving us. They cut it to seven. This could have been a game down the stretch. Why were you guys able to kind of just be the mature group and, and find a way to make it not a game. We just slowed it down. We slowed it down as much as how, how fast we want to play. Um, at that point in the game, um, we wanted to slow it down. We had sets um, that you know we went out and executed. Um, yeah. We tried to put the game away. Paul, Billy said uh, going into the fourth that you talked to Terrence just about Booker, about some of the things he needed to be aware of or, or do against him. What, what, what was that conversation like? Uh, I mean, it's, it's at some point, um, we got to be comfortable with our young guys having matchups. Um, for whatever reason, if I'm 
if I'm hurt, if I'm out, um, if I'm in foul trouble, we got we to gotta know and, and be comfortable with those guys on them. Spurs did a great job um, on matchups this season, whether he's had James or you know, marquee guys, um, special talent guys on offense. He's done a good job. I trust Ferg. Um, coach trusts him. So, you know, it was a, a good moment for Ferg right there. Paul, what contributed to you being in such a good rhythm in that first half? I think that was the most three-pointers you'd hit in the game uh, this season by the time you got to halftime. Uh, just, you know, just finding, you know, rhythm, honestly. Um, just finding rhythm. Um, just freeing myself, getting good looks, and uh, being able to live. About that first quarter, Terrence opens the game with a dunk, but then you guys turn over a couple of times, but then the onslaught began. Did something happen, you know, three, four, three minutes into the game to sort of get you guys going? Um, well, we, we could sense, I thought as a group, we sensed um, the energy. felt we, we were the more aggressive team. Um, regardless, after that, that dunk and a couple of sessions didn't go our way, we were still the aggressive team. And, I thought we just jumped on, um, and you know, once you get one stop, you get another. Um, and at that point, you know, we, we were just in the groove. We felt good out there. Well, what does it do for you all when you're able to, not just you, but any NBA team is able to control clusters of turnovers? I think in that stretch in the end of the third quarter where they made their run, that's when you all had your most turnovers. Yeah, I mean, that's what this game is about. Um, you give a team extra possessions, um, especially turnovers, where a lot of times are. Our home run plays, um, you know, there's going to be swings like that. Um, fact of it is, we got to take care of the ball. We got to get good quality shots, um, and just not give, you know, extra possessions away. Um, those got to be shots on targets and good looks on target. Anybody else? Yeah, one more. Um, just it's a long season, and you can't get too high or too low. But winning eight of nine, what does I mean? What does that feel like? Where does that put you guys? How do you feel about each other doing that? I mean, it's a long year. Um, it's a long year. Uh, you know, we, we one game at a time, just trying to get better. Um, again, we at this point we're not fully strength, um, but we we just trying to get one game at a time and uh, you know, look at it at the end. Thanks, PG. See, going back to that that whole family atmosphere thing. You know how he helped out Terrence Ferguson, something Draymond would be down with. Yeah, I'm thinking not, thinking not so much. Nick's in town tomorrow. We'll be talking about it on an early morning edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast as we get ready for the 4-10 New York Knicks coming into town. But hey, at least we get to see Ennis Canner, right? So, I mean, the Knicks may suck, but Ennis Canner's very cool. And we can't, look, I will do my best to make sure that I get in the locker room and uh, get some Ennis Canner stuff, and we'll post that on Locked on Thunder because... You know what he's going to say. He's just going to absolutely praise this city and everybody in it. And, God, man, for as much as Mello did not get the response that I thought he was going to get, Ennis Canner will definitely get a big response. And I can't say enough about that guy. Just just as an overall representative to not just the Thunder and the NBA, but as a representative of the human race. Man, that dude is that dude is first class all the way. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Also tomorrow, we may be talking about Carmelo Anthony being done from the Rockets. The Rockets say he's not, but is it a big deal? Well, Paul George has some thoughts on that. We'll also hear that as well. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day. Remember, everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder. 
your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.